So, Hunter, the uh, Halo 3 is now where Halo is getting super big for its britches. There's comics. There's going to the be a Neil Blomkamp oh, yeah. movie d- produced by oh, Peter man. Jackson. There's that new books. exciting director, <laughs> Neil Blomkamp. Oh, man. The, the guy can do no wrong. Yeah. The guy can do no wrong. District 9. Oh, boy. <laughs> this guy is Everything's on been hit since then. Uh, yeah, and what Halo, is... brother. It's going to be a big Halo movie. Halo's taking over your living room and the bedroom and Mountain Dew. We got Mountain Dew Halo, bro. You can get Mountain Dew in your Halo and Halo in your Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. This is everyone's favorite multimedia experience. What uh-huh. is, Hunter, your favorite piece? It's obviously not one of the video games. So what's your favorite piece of Halo media now that it is everything? It is all encompassing. What is the greatest piece of Halo media? The best piece of Halo media is that one commercial they did with the old man who's like a vet. It's like very tasteless. It's like super messed up. It's this old man who I bet was an actual vet. He like fought in World War II or whatever. Oh and they're like, all right, so per- so remember when you fought in World War II, but this time it was a space war and you need to tell the camera how much you remember Master Chief. I remember the Master Chief. He Pretend? looked at me and... Pretend Hitler was a squid alien real quick for me. Can you do that for me, sir? <laughs> sir, can, can you, you wake up? Your sir, there? excuse me. He's like, he's like remembering like all of his like dead friends and stuff. And it's just all for this like stupid video game commercial. And he's like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, yeah. So, so look in the camera and remember the master chief. But, it, you know, imagine someone you love that might be gone now. And he like sheds a single tear and he just thinks to himself, like, I just got to make this money. You know what I mean? Just got to just need a little more. Like, I, it's it's we're in the twilight years now, oh my God. you know. I remember Master Chief, he gave me a casserole. Oh, man, I loved my chief, my big old Master Chief. And it's like, dude, Master Chief doesn't love anyone. And even if he does, you'd never be able to tell because he always wears his damn helmet. (laughs) Let's go. Hello, and welcome to Old Gamers Almanac. I'm Matt Martins. I'm honored. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello. (laughs) This is the definitive ranking of every video game ever made, and today we're going to finish the fight. The fight will be finished. (laughs) It's Halo 3. Uh, the, the the colossally huge franchise is yeah. wrapping up the story nobody cares about. It's yep, Halo yep. 3. We're, yeah, Halo I guess 3. we're on Earth and time. They brought the fight to us. Halo 3 combat involved. <laughs> Did you make that exact same joke in Halo 2? No, I didn't. I, I haven't right. done combat involved okay, yet. I did right. combat devolved oh, or something okay. like that. But yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. This Halo time, 4 this time there will combat pay. revolver. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, Halo uh, 3, there will be combat. All basically. we have talked about with Halo games is how freaking stinking stupid huge they are. And this is another huge one. And this time it's on the Xbox 360. Microsoft Game Studios and Bungie have done it again, baby. They're back. 
and it is the dramatic conclusion to the storyline Bungie set out on six years ago with Halo Combat Evolved. This game was funny to me because it was a huge deal, but also um, it wasn't for me uh, at all mm. because I didn't have an Xbox 360 yet um, oh. and wasn't going to be able to get one anytime soon. So this was certainly, uh, I feel like with Halo 2, at the very least, it's like, hey, by this point, you probably have an Xbox. Like, it's far enough in the life cycle. You can get a used Xbox somewhere. But with, with, with Halo 3, it, for, for me and my poor friends who couldn't get the new console on launch all the time, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Halo 3 has this different thing of like, man, it'd be so cool if I got to play that game with everybody else. Oh, well, maybe Weird. someday. So this is where, so, you know, Halo and Halo 2 were fun to talk about personal experience stuff because we are so close together, but we've diverged now. Yes. Because, I mean, I play, I had a 360 and I played, I played the beta for this game. Mm -hmm. I was darn excited, darn it. Darn it. Uh, and <laughs> I got, and I, I, yeah, I got this game on release and was just really, really enjoyed the multiplayer of this game. Yeah. I, I played through the single player of this game the on the day of release we played through the entire single player me and uh my friend jason shout out to jason, hey, jason. <laughs> love you buddy <laughs> um but yeah the two of us played through the entire campaign in one sitting the day that it came out was this another like you took off school like did you did you play hooky for this one i don't think i played hooky actually which yeah. means oh no it must it must have been that friday yeah, the fr like, either it released on a friday or that or that friday because i think it was we was we got off uh school and then played into the night and finished yeah. the multi the the single player that night. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah it fine it was fine. Yeah. Um, and then the multiplayer, of course, uh, very enjoyable. But yeah. we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that, that yeah, whenever we get let's, to it. Let's dive first into this is finishing the fight. Uh, well, actually, just for the dev thing, we were reading some stuff about Halo 3's development, and Hunter, you stumbled across a fun thing that is a great segue into the single player. That uh, was this game written by anybody? Was this game written? Were there writers? It sounds like it's. It sounds like uh, the writer kind of like left for a long period of time, and while the writer like maybe they were well. Okay, so first of all, it sounds like um, developing Halo Two uh, took a toll on Bungie. Uh, they did not like uh, how they were kind of pushed around by Microsoft. Yeah, they felt like they were rushed uh, for Halo Two. Which you know, if you go back to our Halo Two episode, we did not really like the single player that that much, and I feel like it hasn't really aged that well yeah. um, because it it feels rushed. Um, there's a lot of things that Halo Two does that's uh, no good. Luckily, Halo Three kind of corrects some of those mistakes, but maybe introduces some new ones uh, as well. Sure. But um, so Bungie is exhausted by Halo Two, and then they got to immediately start working on Halo Three. The writer uh is essentially out and it sounds like while the writer was gone they just proposed the plot to halo 3 <laughs> and i'll tell you it feels like it yeah, like man in playing the game it feels like it mm -hmm. as well yeah this so, this is the writing in this single player is nonsensical at best yeah. Like it, right, th just right. nothing makes any. St and if there's big Halo fans out there, I'm so sorry, but I just don't. I can't imagine what you see in this series. Um, my only thing I can guess is that you, uh, maybe you were young enough and had some sort of affinity with the military, and you weren't in the military yet, though, because my my biggest guess is people who are like military vets look at the storylines of this game and be like, 
none of that makes any sense and no military decision would ever be made like that because this is basically a game full of military leaders making wild impulse decisions of just like well let's just blow it up i guess the solution to every problem in halo is to blow up the thing regardless of of if we know what it even is we're just gonna blow it up yeah it kind of stretches the your suspension of disbelief gets kind of questioned a lot with uh with just like how I don't know. It's like it's like it's like uh, Starship Troopers level yeah. <laughs> of just like, are we like just screwing around? Like, I'm not really. Um, I I feel like the the plot beats in the story are feel really rushed. It's funny that they said that Halo Two was very rushed because Halo Three also feels rushed as far as um, story and characters go. But it could be that Bungie has just kind of fallen out of love. They just don't care with the single player <laughs> yeah. at this point. That that which is fair. Um, also. You know, we sort of alluded to this in the cold open, but uh, this was a multimedia event. There was a tie-in comic. There's lots of there's lots of extra fiction now. Yeah, and I feel like the extra fiction is giving like like back in the day. I maybe even consumed from some of that extra fiction. Yeah. I don't even know for sure. I read a couple of the books. Yeah, I I I don't ever remember reading any of the books, but I feel like in, once you get to the Halo Three single player, it's kind of just like. Yeah, you get it, like, right? Because you read that other stuff, so now right. it's chill. We don't need to explain it here. There's a lot of, like, uh, I don't know. I guess everything's like this now. They outsourced all the lore writing and character writing to other mediums so that the right. video game writers just wouldn't even have to do that. And basically their answer is, like, well, if you care about this stuff, you'll you'll invest in it in a different way, and we just won't, aren't going to write the game. We're just not going to write it. We're just going right. to give you a handful of missions that are basically go blow something up, um, or go go extract some key or whatever, and that's it. But the problem here is, like, we applauded Halo 1 for being kind of just this, like, ah, it's a problem. We're trapped on this place, and we gotta get out, and it's a very, very simple story. The problem is, Halo 2 tried to course correct so hard into, like, there's a universe here, that Halo mm-hmm. 3 is still living in that, even though now... They're not really paying attention to it, but all of that stuff is still there. Like, it is still technically about this religious uh, cult leader that's trying to destroy the universe, right? But now, we're just not even talking about why any of that is happening. It just sort of is happening. But I don't know, it feels like this disconnect of whether or not this stuff is supposed to be important or not. Whereas Halo 1 got to just very much be like, it's not important. We're going to blow up the ship, and that's fine. And right. two and three both have this problem of like, we're doing it for some weird big reason that we kind of allude to every once in a while. But I, I can't decide if Halo 3 is actually on the better side of that than Halo 2. I'll I'll talk about it in terms of the entire series, because I think it makes it easier to kind of like compartmentalize the the story of, of Halo. So Halo 1 is um just kind of a compact uh scenario it's it's a a bit of a alien um send-off type material um it's kind of goofy and comedic at times um it has some pretty some pretty decent atmosphere uh, but is essentially a story about um you know arriving on a mysterious alien Uh, it's not a planet but it might as well be a planet um and uh what you find there and then survival just just getting out of this situation and then, and that's really all they had. There was maybe a little bit of uh, lore established, but it could have been, it was vague. 
uh, it could have been grasping at anything. Right. And, it's more and a justification set... for art direction than it is actual story lore that they want yeah. you to glean. It's just like, hey, this thing's called the Covenant, and that probably means something, right? And whatever. Right. And then, so then there's, so then Halo becomes this huge thing, and then Halo Two comes out, and in the interim between Halo One and Halo Two, there was a decision made that this isn't just like a fun alien riff. This is Star Wars, right. essentially, right. and. So Halo 2 opens up and it, right away so much more self-serious, so much more invested in its in its own self. Um, it takes bad guys from the old game and now they have personalities and they are like they are kind of somewhat humanized, mm-hmm. but then also there's cartoonish villains. Um, so it's it's kind of messier, I would say, story-wise compared to Halo 1. Neither one is like I'm not saying the storytelling is great in either Halo 1 or Halo 2, but Halo 1 is kind of just a thing that's easier to understand, and Halo 2 is like, you're interested in what's going on here, right? Right. You want to know more, right? And I never was. (laughs) And then, so what happens is we got Halo 1, which is kind of uh, whatever, but everything's serviceable. Halo 2, very self-serious. Halo 3 is tired and ready to be done with this. (laughs) Like Halo 3 is just trying to cross the finish line because I think Bungie just had a horrible time making Halo 2. Um, Evidently, I don't know exactly when this happened, but I remember Halo 3 came out and it was announced that Bungie um, was going to become an independent studio again. They had mm-hmm. been purchased by Microsoft in 2000. I don't think they liked the way they were treated during um, the Halo 2 rollout. Right. A lot of uh, Bungie people expressed disappointment in uh, the rushedness of Halo 2. There was a lot of cut content from Halo 2. Right. To be honest, I, I don't want to insult those people, but Halo 3 feels rushed as well in the single player department anyways. Yeah. Um, it feels like, yeah, Matt, you were saying it feels, uh, shorter. I agree that it feels shorter. It, it is not actually that right. much shorter, it just, but it does. It Halo feels 2 brief. is such a slog of the, how the missions are designed of you're just standing in a room waiting for enemies to come to you that at least with Halo 3, there is always forward progression. You they, they yeah. get rid of most of the elevator sequences that were so rampant in Halo 2. That is a right. big boost for me, like a big boon to Halo 3. It, it's not good. De- it's not like it's amazingly better design, but at least it doesn't have like the absolute worst crap from Halo 2. They got rid of right. the thing that was obviously a major problem. Yeah, they the one thing you called out that I think is uh, like in, in preparing this episode that I think is really important to note, Matt, is that in Halo 2, we talked about how um, there were many rooms where they're just spawning enemies just off screen. Yeah. And it's very like see through as well. You can just like, well, there's just that en- enemy is just spawning around the corner, and you look around that corner, and there's like nothing there. Yeah. It's just like a door right. texture with, no- and it's obviously not a real door. You can't go through it. So they're just literally just plopping bad guys into the into the scenes. Halo Three, we're now back to the Halo One way of doing it, where yeah. all of the bad guys have been set up organically in the environment, right. and you are happening upon them. Right. They or, and if they do a, show up, they are coming way. on a drop ship. Like they show up totally. in an obvious. Yeah. Oh, exactly. there it is, and this is the start of this next part of the encounter, or whatever. Rather it feels than just nowhere. It feels less lazy. Yeah. Halo Two felt a little lazy in some of the encounter design in that way. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, overall, I really don't like the way this game starts. Yeah, I do not awful. like the beginning of Halo 3 at all. Um, I think the the levels are... It's so weird because Halo. there's all this fanfare for Halo 3, right? There's yeah. this giant marketing budget. It's supposed right. to be this huge deal. And you boot up Halo 3 for the first time, and the single player starts. 
and the first scene is just people walking through the jungle and they just find Master Chief <laughs> in the ground. He's just like it, it's like the he's last time you saw Master Chief. He he's was, a corpse that's locked up and he's yeah, just he's like, just like <laughs> he and the last time you saw Master Chief, he was like in the sky above Earth. Yeah. So he like went through some sort of great adventure that I guess was covered in a comic where he ends up crash landing onto Earth. We see none of that. Yep. I don't know why that's left out. That sounds actually awesome. Halo 2 is the biggest cliffhanger and they solve the cliffhanger off screen. That's yeah. how wild it is. And then Halo 3 right. starts with like these handful of missions of just like traipsing through the jungle and like coming. It's too... They're not doing any stage setting is the problem. And if this is supposed to be the conclusion of the series, we're finishing everything off. The first like three levels just feel like moseying about to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it it feels like there's not really I'm, I, I'm unclear as to like the motivation of the story, but also just like those levels don't feel interesting to yeah. me. Yeah, um, it's it's a jungle setup, which is kind of a new that's kind of a new backdrop for right. a Halo level. But now, um, you know, we're basically just fighting uh, Brutes. We end up fighting Brutes mostly. Like, this oh, is the man. game where it feels like they realized that people didn't like the Flood very much. Yeah. So there's, like, minimal Flood. Right. Which means you mostly fight Brutes only. And they, did like make, kind of the they made Brutes more enjoyable to fight. Because by the end of Halo 2, I was so sick of them. Because they're bullet sponges yeah. unless you get yeah, headshots on them. And in this game, they're, they are killable, <laughs> basically. Right, right. Um, and and their their AI is uh, is interesting. I don't want to make it sound like Brutes are, are, are fairly boring. But it does feel like, um, like when you get to Halo 3, there's nothing new to introduce to you yeah. as far as uh, encounter stuff. Um, the, which is not exactly true. There's one new flood enemy type. I think it's new. It may have been in Halo There's 2, actually. Two, there are two there new are flood enemy types because they they have not addressed uh, hunters, the big oh, behemoths. Right. Those yeah. are technically new enemy types, although they don't feel that actually distinct from any of those. And then the other one is there's these horrible enemy types called drones. And anytime they show up, it is like the worst gameplay in my of my life. You just like spray and pray and hope these stupid little bats die. There's just these little insect things. And they oh, wait, no, those are in Halo 2, though. The Matt. flood like version the is? Oh, the flood version. No, there's version. a flood no. version of those that uh, okay. are like kind of messed, like yeah. actually sometimes quite imposing because they, they do not die easily. So the, yeah. the flood version of the drones are also like a new enemy type. So they're, they're bringing a couple new things in though, but I, I just, I think by this point in the series, there's nothing, you can't just introduce a bunch of new enemy types and have that be an excuse for like s mechanically keeping the game rich. I feel like by the end of Halo 3, I'm really starting to feel that this is just a shooter and there's no there's nothing being introduced they added a thing of like oh you have like a new style of item pickup where it's like oh you can like drop a shield or like a health regenerator or whatever mm -hmm. and those are kind of interesting but i would say in the single player they're not all that big of it like i barely use them in the single player um for the most right. part they're a much bigger deal in multiplayer and we'll talk about them again later but to me I just don't think there's anything in this single player from the writing to the mechanics that's trying to keep this thing alive. There's not they're right. not interested in it. They clearly put all of their energy into making the multiplayer dynamic and the single player. If it's getting anything new, it's purely from like the the bleed off of what they're doing with multiplayer. Yeah, Um the missions so so after that that the initial couple missions that I that I really dislike 
the missions do um, get a little bit better in that we start getting a bunch of uh, open vehicle sections yeah. again. Right. Um, there is good. a lot of the, the vehicle. They're, they're, they're better. They're pretty better. Good. Here's they're the thing. better. It's it's that Halo 2s are so atrocious because the vehicles are made out of paper mache. And yes, in Halo 3, true. they rebalance the vehicles and you can have enjoyable vehicle sections. And they don't overwhelm the vehicle environments with just like a billion explosions. That was the big problem with Halo 2 is the vehicle sections just feel cataclysmic. And Halo 3, it feels like Halo 1 again a little bit where it's like, no, I'm just I got to maneuver around this stuff and it's it's doable. And every once in a while, you got to stop and fight, uh, you know, a, a a small fleet of other enemy vehicles or whatever. Right. There's a bu- right. there's there's a bunch more vehicle types in this game. They add a ton of new vehicles. And and the new vehicles are all pretty good. Yeah. There were new vehicles in uh Halo 2, but I didn't really like a lot of them. Right. Um there was that like Warthog Elite thing that yeah. I don't even know. It just wasn't fun. Yeah. Um now there's this brute kind of like wheel like motorcycle. it's like a giant wheel looking motorcycle <laughs> thing that thing's pretty fun yeah um so yeah there's new vehicles the mongooses the, the the mongooses, mongooses are, are really great. good yeah the uh you get to fly hornets every once in a while the like human flying machine for in the past yeah. you've only been able to fly banshees which are these alien flying things that are not very enjo- enjoyable to fly and now yeah. you get like basically like an ornithopter helicopter thing oh, and those yeah, are yeah. deeply That's more relevant. pleasurable yeah yeah i like that um, yeah, so new vehicles are good. Um, the vehicle, I will say though, the campaign relies a little too heavily on um, these scarab fights. Yeah. There are three times you fight a scarab in Halo Three, and in the last encounter, you fight two two at the same time. Um, scarabs in in Halo Two, there's a famous early mission where you fight a scarab, and it feels pretty hard. It yeah. feels tough. It's it huge. Feels, it's way yeah. bigger in Halo Two than it is in Halo Three. They they made the right. scarabs much smaller, and it feels like a, a gigantic set piece. And it is probably the highlight of Halo Two. Yeah, in Halo Three, the scarabs are I would say not very. They're they're only enjoyable as an encounter if you are not. <laughs> If if you are really trying to play it exactly the way they want you to, yep. which it's very easy to just uh, like kind of ruin that encounter for yourself. Yep. Um, for example, the the way they want you to play the a scarab is like this this giant tank. Co- it's like a covenant tank that it's like an ATAT. Like You're doing an ATAT yeah, fight. It's an ATAT. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, they want you to damage the legs. So that it has to, so that it kneels for some reason mm-hmm. to like repair itself. I don't know why it does that, but then you jump on board and then you destroy this weak point on the back. So here's the problem: um, you can shoot the weak point from the ground. You do, you do not have to. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. You do not have to scale it. Um, and there, there twice, twice, two of these encounters, you have a, you're in a tank, um, which means the first encounter you notably don't have a tank, and that's probably the best encounter. Yeah in the game because you that's when you're likely on a mongoose which is the 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 four wheel the four wheelers yeah, that they have if right. you call it or quad bikes if you're from other parts of the world <laughs> um when you have the tank though i'm telling you man if you just drive towards the back of it and just look up where the weak point is you can see it and just shoot it that's hilarious and it will just die so so I don't know if I'm just like the only person that knows this or like, like, dude, you do not have to play that encounter the way they want you to yeah. at all. Like, I had I had two two versions of opposite uh, encounters to you because 
I went into the Scarab fight, uh, the first Scarab fight, very much remembering the first Scarab fight, which is like, hey, it's way bigger, and you go inside of it to go kill yeah. the guys operating. Kill it, yeah, yeah. Um, so my first Scarab fight, you're in this pretty cool arena that's like next. It's like a construction yard. You can go up on these lifts, and that's like one way you could like you could completely ignore shooting the legs, and you could just get a mongoose. There's literally a lift just big enough to put a mongoose on, and then a huge conveyor belt that you can just ramp out, and you f- right. like you you just ramp the car onto the Scarab, and it's very cool, right? Right, um, right. But then what happened for me on my first one is I didn't I didn't know where the weak point was and for whatever reason one of those brain fart things i wandered around this scarab for no joke five minutes just missing missing the obvious spot where you turn and like hey there's the weak point uh and at one point even i'm i was aiming up at a spot and my reticle was turning red because i don't know (laughs) it was clipping through something else so i was like clearly it's somewhere around here and and all i have in my ear is sergeant johnson or or, yeah sarge in my ear going like hey go find its weak point hey come on hey are you gonna do that and it's like and the thing is dead like the thing is just sitting on the ground kneeling down and i am just like what is going on until i like i finally found the weak point but but i by that point, like all the enemies were dead. It's just me trying to figure out where this stupid blue orb to yep. shoot is. That's um, funny. And then later in uh, the final fight, when there's two of them, uh, I killed one of them. And then the second one got into this position where it you kill its legs and it kneels down. Well, it had gotten up onto like a rock. The AI had messed it up to where it got kind of up onto a rock. And when it kneeled down, it like kneels down so that there's a little lip you can just jump up onto to get inside the scarab. That was way too high for me to jump up into because of how he had ended up by oh, mistake. No. And I didn't have any helicopters or anything. I had no way to get up there. So I'm just running around desperately trying to find some way to get up on top of this thing. I eventually had to like steal a couple vehicles park them next to it, try to get them like up on top of each other so that I could climb my staircase to get into the scare. It was just so jank. And to me, all of this is like, that was all pretty stupid, but there's a little bit of it where I'm like, it sounds fun. That's the yeah. fun part of halo is right. when everything gets goofy and the physics get off. And it's just yeah. like, ah, we're just farting around here in this little sandbox. Like it's more fun when the game is very stupid than it is when the game is like incredibly self-serious. I think we just had different experiences with these scarab fights, yeah. which I'm. I, it sounds like you had more fun with it. Like mine was just like, I don't know. In I, in realizing that I did not have to do it the way that they wanted me to yeah. do it, it it really broke the encounter. It. Oh, definitely. Even even the one, even the, the there's the final encounter where there's two scarabs and they give you everything. Every, They're like, yeah, you got you it can all. tackle it however you want. They give you one of the hornets, one of the helicopters in that encounter. So even. Even somebody that did not realize that you didn't have to play the game they wanted you to could think like, well, I'll just fly the helicopter on top right. of the scarab and then destroy it. Yeah. So then there's one down. So it's yeah. like, why are there two? Why are there even two? Because <laughs> one two of them because they know down. you're going to trivialize one of them. You're going to make it so yeah. simple it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, well, you're going to ruin that first one, so we got to have a second <laughs> one so that you you don't ruin both of them. But then what I'm saying is you could also just take the tank down there. Yeah. All you do, it's so simple. You shoot the leg to just get it to hold still. Yep. And then you just drive to the back and shoot Fire. it. And that is it. Yep. That is all. You can kill a scarab in a minute. Right. Like, right. it's very, uh, I just can't believe they didn't catch that. They just needed to have more protection of the weak point. Yeah. That's all that they needed. 
I want to give some some extra bonus points too, um, at the very least for some things Halo Three was attempting, and I, I can't say they stuck the landing. But there's an ep- there's a there's a mission where the flood shows up, and if you've listened to our previous episode, like the flood is this kind of zombie plant thing that that is all-consuming. Zombie. Um, yeah, and it for no reason shows up. It is like maybe one of the worst plot points in the game. It's just like oh, and then the ship with the flood is on it. And it crashed under Earth. Oh no! Uh, but yeah. The level that follows that is at the very least, I feel like Halo 3 is really trying to pull off some Half-Life stuff in it. And I mean Half-Life 1. Like Half-Life 2 has been out and we've learned even more about it. And Halo is just trying to figure out how to do Half-Life 1 style storytelling Mm -hmm. at this point. And there are a couple moments that I think do a fine job of like... There's a part where you go around a corner and there's a marine who's getting attacked by just one of the dumb little tiny floods. Oh yeah, but yeah, it like yeah. literally swallows him up and like you watch him transform into a disgusting flood right in front of you. That that's cool. Like that worked for me. And that level yeah. has moments where all you've seen all this before. And this is the first time the flood is on Earth with Marines who, like, weren't ready for it. And they're, like, screaming and freaked out and don't know what to do about this. And I think that environmental stuff is as good as it ever gets for this whole entire series. I don't think... I, no, I, I disagree with that because I still think 343 Guilty oh, Spark, you're right. that I, level The part Halo where you 1. walk around the corner and the dude has the gun and you have to kill him because he's crazy is the yeah. best environmental storytelling in the entire series. You're right. Yeah, or ju- or even that just the, the, good. the rooms in, 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 in that level where you just walk in and you don't know why, but ever like everyone's dead mm-hmm. in it. Like that's that's about as good as it gets as yeah. far as Halo stuff. Um and it's 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 a bummer that the that the stuff like that in Halo three isn't stronger. I will I will give it to you that that stuff is stronger in Halo three than it is in Halo two. Yes. In Halo two a lot of the atmosphere gets kind of ruined by the, I don't know, kind of janky encounters yeah. that are somewhat uh, frustrating or just like too long or right. whatever. All well, kinds and a of bunch problems. of those early encounters, th- those earliest levels, the reason they're so bad is literally like the, it's the first or second mission. You backtrack through the same hallways, like four times. Like it's like, Hey, they got a problem down there by the bridge. Go help them with the bridge. You go to the bridge, you fix it. All right, come back to the control room. Come back. Oh yeah, no, yeah. there's a problem oh, over there by the docks. Go to the docks right. and you go to the docks right. and you just keep coming back. But what they're trying to do in that moment is like, you're constantly walking past the Marines that are like on their last leg, right? So that, that right. storytelling, they're trying to put it in there. I do not think they succeed, but it is all better than Halo 2 uh, is is kind of my only point. So, so to all that is to say that the single player of this game for me is still a misstep, but at the very least, it is some minor improvements of the biggest problems that Halo 2 had. I I I find them both way I think way closer in in low yeah. quality. I think I think Halo 3 the good stuff is relying mostly on nostalgia for mm-hmm. um assault on the control room, the level from Halo 1. Um I think beyond that it has some really puzzling weird like okay, Halo 2 has bad moments that are really frustrating. Yes. And then Halo Three has bad m- moments that are bi- like just nothing. Right? It's just it's just nothing <laughs> at all. And I could see how someone would be like, "Well, I'll take nothing over frustrating." Yes. And I totally think that's fair. But I I just find I find nothing to maybe even be a little worse. Right. I think um, because at least Halo Two feels like at certain points it's actually trying to do something different. 
Whereas Halo 3 feels like it's just trying to cash in on a little bit of nostalgia you have for the good old days. Mm -hmm. But anything that's different here is really just kind of obnoxious or or or, or half-baked, except for the vehicles. I will give you that, that vehicle point is solid. There are new vehicles and they are great. Yeah. Um, I wanna we gotta point out real quick. How annoying because this is this is an episode where we just groan the whole time you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> well for, we're gonna talk no, about we're multiplayer gonna talk about, yeah it's yeah, gonna yeah. get good it's gonna get good but i just have to mention how i can't believe back in the day that the story of halo 3 is that so cortana your your the voice in your head she's she's separated separated from you um, and so you keep seeing these like flashes oh of her God, so as if it's supposed to be spooky or yeah. something and I'm not sure how she's communicating with you either. That's right. a, that's a very strange um, thing. But for some reason, so Cortana's not around. The the whole idea is that you know you might be a little more invested in the story of this one because we have to rescue Cortana as well, right. which as I understand is also something they've pulled in later Halo games again. So yeah. they've already gone back to this well. But also, they decide that there there's another uh, there's another female character named Miranda who is just in your head talking to you for the whole game. And she sounds pretty similar to Cortana. <laughs> so there's something about this game where they're like, we need a woman that sounds like Cortana to always be talking in your head. We just won't do it any other way. <laughs> we can't have Sarge telling you what to do. Yeah. That's boring. Like, yeah. so it's like they, they, they separate you from Cortana, but half the time I forget yeah. that she's not with you because Miranda is talking to you in the exact same way that Cortana does. Right. Um, the the voices are not, and also they're just not distinct enough characters. The characters right. in, in Halo, I mean, you that know, is, your main character just wears a helmet. Right. That's his whole thing. That's the biggest helmet. problem is the thing I kept feeling in this game. Actually, I was like, I was kind of taking mental notes as I'm playing. And right as I had the thought of like, God, if only this game had characters in it at all, if it had any characters, um, I could be invested in the things that are happening. And like immediately after that, a plot point hits where it's like, and there's Sarge and there's three, four, three guilty spark. And there's all the characters from the games. And they're going to, now we're all the arbiters here too. Let's all team up. The moment that happened, I was like, Oh wait, there are characters, but they didn't put any work into any of them having legitimate relationships with each other. I, right. Sarge is just a guy who quips. Cortana is just a robot who sends off some quips. The Arbiter is just a really good voice actor. Like, that's all any yeah. of these characters are, but they don't have actual relationships with each other that I'm invested in for any reason. And so even when we get the gang back together, I feel nothing for it. Right. And especially well, and it's even worse towards the end of the yes. game where these some of these characters start dying so that the stakes are raising and you don't really care. Right. It just it, it, it kind of the fact that I, I could see people being like listening to this episode and being like, dude, the story doesn't matter. Like, why do you care yeah. about the story? But the story's there. Right. Like, and, it and wants I played the single player for this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It does want it to matter. Um, I think like Halo 2 got too serious and that they're they're their move after that is to sort of like scale it back and, mm -hmm. and make the story a little more optional, which is why it's all spread through all this multimedia stuff. Yeah. Um, I can understand that. But the problem is that, you know, you, you, once you go serious in an ongoing story, like a trilogy that is separated into parts, once you go as serious as halo two did, I feel like you got to see it out. Yes. And halo three, I feel like kind of just pulls back to such an extent 
that it just feels like the the single player is not interested anymore. Yeah. Like it's like Halo One didn't care about a lot of stuff in like a cool '80s action way, mm-hmm. and then you have Halo Two, which is like this is serious business, and then Halo Three tries to go backwards a little bit, but right. still has all this plot stuff, and that's even messier. Yeah, they should have just stayed self-serious at that point that would have been better i still wouldn't have liked it sure but that would have been better i think comparatively than what they do which is sort of half half committed yeah and then there's a horrible boss fight at the end it's like someone complained about all the boss (laughs) fights in halo 2 and they're like okay well there's only gonna be one boss fight in halo 3 and it's gonna be a joke yeah just like a nothing boss. the plot points with the robot 343 guilty spark are completely inexplicable at random intervals this robot is just like i'm on your side now now i'm not on your side i'm on your side again and the final boss fight is against him they give you a huge super weapon and he does basically no damage and he stands still so you can just stand still and shoot him three times and then that's it that's the end of the boss fight woohoo uh the other thing that i find hilarious is they tried to recreate the magic of the maw the famous ending sequence for halo one which is like yeah, yeah, drive yeah. this warthog out of the and everything's exploding except they like i don't there is no understanding of where you are when this final sequence is happening in halo 3 you are suddenly on this gigantic vast compound of just big metal plates that are doing that are just floating in the air they're just floating in the air there's no support system for it either it seriously it looks like a fan made like count it looks like a counter-strike they're selling we're about to talk about we're we're about to talk about multiplayers the forge it looks like the ending sequence was made in the forge with just yeah. like a bunch of these things that you spawn in. What's worse about it too? No logic to there's it. There's no logic all. to it. And there's a couple instances where like because of like the camera angles, like I, I don't know, Hunter, if you if you got through it in a single run, I died two I or three no. times. Because it's no. impo- it's almost impossible not to, because every once in a while you'll go over a little ramp and it's like Oh, there's no floor beneath you. You're going to fall into the infinite abyss. And it's literally, right. there's no ground. There's no nothing. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and it really just is like, that is like the quintessential, you all are trying to recapture the magic, but with absolutely no thought put into it. That is like right. the perfect encapsulation of how Halo 3 feels is like that ending sequence is pretty good tactically right like oh i'm swerving i'm driving the warthog it's Mm -hmm. fun i'm going off some ramps some explosions are happening it feels like i'm chasing a timer or whatever um but it is so hollow literally the ground is hollow beneath you there's nothing underneath the surface it is it is the perfect metaphor for the entire game yeah yeah it's it's hard to recreate the the magic of the maw but with a a course if you will because it does feel like a course it feels like Rainbow Road <laughs> is what it feels like. It feels like Rainbow Road. It's Halo Rainbow Road. Um, but with a course that uh, doesn't allow you to get a lot of momentum and wants you to kind of like uh, just trial and error, figure out yeah. what this would make more sense if you've actually if you've actually played it. I realize this section actually probably doesn't make much sense. But you know how in Rainbow Road you frequently fall off the side until you just like learn the course. Yeah, it's like that. Right. It, so, yeah, got to have played Mario Kart to understand that now. <laughs> But I am done. Yes. I'm done dunking on this game because this game actually there's a lot of good in Halo Three right. that we just have not talked well, about at all. Well, let's let's end it with just the at least the one question uh, that you have here in the outline about the oh, plot yeah. of uh, of Halo. Yeah. Um, so this is something it late in the game. 
there's a point where Halo or where uh, I almost called Master. I just called Master Chief Halo. Like <laughs> they may as well just be called Mister Halo. The, that is the doom of every faceless protagonist. Is like, oh, I love Metroid. I love her so much. <laughs> so yeah, Mister Halo uh, is reunited with Cortana, and from the dialogue, I it took like I had never really thought about this before, but I realized something, and I really want to know. Were they trying to suggest that, like, Master, Master Chief and Cortana's relationship, is it, like, romantic? Yeah. Like, are, they, are am I supposed to believe that these two people are, like, having some sort of intimate contact, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, because when they reunite, it's played as yeah. if, like, oh, there's a lot of fondness there. But it's like, why would there be any fond... Like, these people are, are co-workers. Right. On on a, I mean, all Cortana does is tell you what to do yeah. and feed you information. I do not see if there if there is a central relationship to these games, it's Master Chief and Cortana, right? Sure. But when did we ever see them develop right. this relationship? Yeah. Like, and they're continuing to harp on that. Like, this is the plot point of Halo Infinite that comes out really soon. Is we're still right. supposed to be like, there's something very wrong with Cortana, and we're supposed to. I don't know where Halo Four and Five go. I've never played those games, but it does not feel earned, even by Halo Three. I am not. I'm not being like. I'm not trying to be willfully ridiculous or something right. um, with this uh, evaluation, but like. What I'm saying is, like, could we have even just gotten a scene, just one scene yeah. in these three games that established maybe how these two have any kind of relationship that goes beyond just being coworkers? Right. Because it's like they're reunited and it just it feels like there's an undertone to it. And I, I just don't get it, man. Like, I, 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 I just played all three of these games that I'm just like. Are, so are they fucking like what is going on <laughs> with these two like what, what are they like are they doing stuff i don't know about like in the interim between the games like that what happened here like and 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 the writers like what are you trying yeah. to suggest to me exactly as the player right. that is happening between these two okay well um, let's let's transition yeah. out of that into the multiplayer <laughs> hey the multiplayer freaking slaps uh it's yeah so, yeah it's the, it is halo it is as good rules. as it maybe ever got halo reach is probably a big contender for like how awesome the multiplayer can be for me okay we talked about the power-ups like there's new there's kind of new abilities uh the maps are as good as they've ever been um but to me I encapsulate all of my fondness for the multiplayer in the forge and the amount of variety you can do in the game editor mode. We've been talking about this buildup with all the games, which is Halo games are always trying to capture the magic of uh, PC first person shooters and what PCs are capable. And they're constantly trying to say, how do we bring this to the larger console uh, demographic, right? How do we make the modding that you see in PC gaming multiplayer, how do we make that present in a console form? And the Forge is like a, to me, a huge milestone in that regard of just like yeah. how much control you have over putting, making your own little maps. You you know, you use the framework of their maps, but you can load in weapons wherever you want to. You can change up your game modes. They've introduced even like based off feedback, zombies became such a fun 
uh, shoehorned in variant in Halo 2 that people had to like make happen. Now zombies mode is like a legitimate thing. And then you start to see zombies modes trickle into like all these other games too, right? It just became this new game mode that like every game had to do. But even within the game modes, like you get to like really get into the guts of it and decide stuff. So like things like Griff Ball and, and Rocket Hogs, like all this stuff gets invented. And to me, the multiplayer just so far expands beyond what we care about the hype of like the halo storyline who cares we're all master chief and we're all doing crazy stupid fun multiplayer and i i genuinely think halo 3 is like at its peak and and that might continue into halo reach i don't know i gotta replay it but i do think halo 3 and halo reach kind of share this like crown of like you can get serious with the multiplayer and you can get as goofy as you want based on whatever you want to do in the forge yeah, it cast a much wider net, I think, than Halo 2 did. Halo 2 had a lot of potential for this, but like you said, it's like people were just kind of making it as goofy yeah. as it could be. Halo 3 is like, you can go esports with this or you can be as goofy as possible. And yeah. I love and appreciate that aspect of it. Um, Matt, do we want to talk about our zombies variant yeah. that we always play? <laughs> like, the, so we've been playing this for a long time. Yeah, on Halo, Halo 3. Three. We actually have. I, I at, by this point, even though we played a ton of Halo One and Two, I do think I've put in more hours into Halo Three multiplayer at this point, and it is all in one single map with one game mode that, for some reason, is infinitely fun. You go, there's a map called Sand Trap. And the only reason you play Sand Trap is because Sand Trap is the level where you get this big, stupid, like, ground frigate. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's like a big, It's you, to, to call it a tank does it a disservice. It is like this, just this huge construct yeah, yeah. that you can drive very, very slowly around the map. Yeah, it's super slow. It's, it's crazy slow. slow. And so we love to, to play this version of zombies. And I don't think we're alone in this, but this is our kind of specific one. So just to, just to be personal with it, you start with one zombie and they have the big stupid hammer that just smashes really hard. And that's right. it. They get one big hammer uh, and they, they go way too fast and they jump really high. Like they have like no gravity and right. everybody else is like normal people with like the normal weapon pickups. We kind of modify like exactly what weapons are available, but all the other vehicles around. But the point of our zombies mode is you got to, all the humans got to get in the elephant and they mm -hmm. got to do one single lap around the perimeter right. of Sand right. Trap. And it's going to take, I mean, it takes like 45 minutes probably to get that thing to go all the way around. <laughs> I don't think it's it not, takes quite It's not that actually long, that long, man, but, but with how often you have to like start and stop or whatever. Right. The reality right. is we always play this with like maybe four or five people. I've, yeah, we don't I've, play with this. I am group. desperate to play it with like our Discord community and get like a good like 16 people playing this because I want to know how different it feels when there's like a ton of things going on. But even right. with just a small group of people in a living room, I just I never have more fun in a multiplayer experience because it's not hyper competitive, which I can't get into. I, I freak out. I even I mean, I get a little mad at this zombies game, but it, it it's it's like a normal person's level of anger, right? I'm just yelling. Oh, you got me. Darn it. Whatever. Um, but like the amount of joy I get from just how stupid this game mode is uh, mm -hmm. cannot be overstated. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it is uh wicked wild fun. I don't know how uh I don't know where we got it. Mm -hmm. I like Matt said, I'm sure it's not I'm sure we're not the only one that that loves this variant, but it just like I don't know, it just appeared in our friend group and we just started playing it all the time and we just became so fascinated uh by it. 
uh, and you can go into the forge and you know tighten it up and make it yeah. whatever exact variant you want i mean it's a it is a beautiful um it's a beautiful option for yeah. this game um and yeah i i love it. i could literally play that like all day i think um, and, and then, i think this to, to get back into like the the criticism of it i think the reason it is so good is because the tool like you were just suggesting the tools are able to fine tune enough in halo 2 you could have a game mode but you really had to like suspend your disbelief of like what we're allowing this game mode to do whereas you in had halo to make the rules be um just enforced by human like just right. like, well we're just gonna play this way but with the forge you can actually sort of institute game rules right. in a way that that makes right. sense it you gives can you pull a lot of weapon options. spawns out and we we make like little objectives right now that's us instituting a couple of game rules right but it's very easy to like make little you get to spawn in a teleporter and so okay the goal is to get to the teleporter so that you can go through to get the whatever like it becomes so much more dynamic because you can play with every little tiny piece of it um and i just don't feel like I have that experience because to get that experience in most other games, like modding has been around forever, but it's so much more involved. And this is such a simplified version of it. It can't climb as high as, you know, any quake mod. I mean, team fortress two uh, is a team fortress classic is like a quake mod, but like you had to be kind of a programmer to make that. Anybody can make a crazy forge map. Anybody can do it. Sure. It's so yeah, yeah. easy. And that means everybody is only limited by their own creativity. It really is the the closest uh, uh, that I know of a console game got to that type of uh, Quake, uh, Doom, custom map legacy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it 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 does have some limitations. I yes. mean you you are pretty much hard limited at using the maps that Bungie has already made. You can't just go make your own map. There is a there is one Forge specific map that is basically just a big empty room right. that you can set up however you want. Um, I never found that as engaging as just messing with the maps that they that already exist because right. the the geometry of those is good enough to keep my attention. But I'm sure uh, some people got tired of that and were like, "Oh no, I can make some pretty crazy stuff yeah. in the uh, Forge specific map." Um, but as far as playing, like like to kind of stray back into a normal person's idea of the multiplayer of this game, I feel like Halo Three gives you the most variety mm -hmm. as far as uh, size of maps. Uh, and uh, design. I feel like Halo 2 kind of got a little... This is just my perception. It might be incorrect, but the way I remember it, uh, and in playing Halo 2 multiplayer maps today, I feel like there are too many maps in that medium to small yeah. range that kind of make for, um, I would say, hyper-competitive, um, kind of eSports-ish yeah. type maps, and there's not enough just like silly open maps or like medium to large maps i feel like right. um and i know matt you are a big fan of zanzibar right which is a map in halo 2 uh, i much prefer uh high ground i think high ground is like one of my favorite if not my favorite halo map yeah uh, it's similar to zanzibar in that it is a asymmetrical kind of medium to large map yeah although i would say zanzibar is straight up large it and is. high ground is maybe a little smaller um but uh they both involve uh, one team starts on a beach, one team starts in like a base, and mm -hmm. and and you kind of have an easy to understand back and forth there. Um, but the the way that high ground kind of has these different intersecting paths that uh, converge inside of the uh, the base of the defending team or whatever, yeah. um, 
very very well designed uh and i whenever i played the beta for halo 3 that was the only map i think i might be wrong there may have been two maps but regardless for the beta all i did was play high ground yeah and honestly game could have shipped with just high ground (laughs) and i probably would have just been like yeah this is fun i like this a lot i like this real real good it's also a good map for uh, makes good use of the mongoose yeah because it it is the type of map where you can uh a warthog feels too big but a mongoose feels just right yeah that that to me is the problem with halo 2 multiplayer maps is so many of them are these little skirmish maps and there's like a couple of vehicle maps whereas halo 3 it feels like to me, the most fun part of Halo is when the vehicles are involved. Um, right. Halo 1 fails that because the vehicles get overpowered. I still think it's great fun, but they're like ridiculously overpowered. Halo 2, there's just not enough of it. And Halo 3 just finally feels like a balance of like there's a good amount of maps where there's vehicle variety. There's a gigantic map where there's way too many. Like you can do anything with the vehicles and there's way smaller maps. Sand Trap is such an interesting level to me because it doesn't even feel like th- there's... Like, high ground is asymmetrical. There's, like, one side right. on the beach and one side on the base. Zanzibar is just this big open area. There's no, there's barely symmetry to it, but there's also not right. even, like, one side is here, one side is over there. It's just this big construct in the middle of the desert. And I think yeah. that's awesome with, like, a big ring around it, and you just do races with your vehicles or whatever. You ramp them over <laughs> the middle. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so much stuff you can do, and that is, to me, that's peak Halo is when we get to just screw around with the vehicles and do some fighting and do some capture the flag and all of that. I think what it is is that for the Halo 2 maps, I felt like the big maps were too big. Yeah. And then I felt like the other maps were all too small. Right. Whereas Halo 3, I like medium to large. Yeah. I like maps where there could be vehicles, but there's probably not enough room for it to be all, like all vehicles, right. basically, without right. it feeling kind of messed up. And I'm talking about in more of a competitive sense. Um, I also think that because of Forge, they designed maps knowing that this map is just for fun and you're gonna be, we just want to see what people do with it right. um rat's nest is <laughs> speaking of mario kart rat's nest is just a mario kart level basically <laughs> uh, it's just a ring track uh-huh. around like a little central section love that map it's so basic you know not really anything complicated to it um i don't think it's a super great map for regular competitive stuff but man, you get into the forge and mess with that baby and you can have fun all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just driving, uh, driving mongooses around, like <laughs> p- play a zombie variant where people drive mongooses yeah. around and uh, are dodging zombies and stuff. That's so fun. Right. Um, and just so easy to put together. I feel like Halo 3 gives you so many tools for fun and just says, go wild. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, and Halo 2 was kind of just just trying to get us to that place But it's kind of unclear whether Bungie knew that, you know, the desire was that the split was going to be like, okay, some people play Halo for esports and some people play Halo to uh, just kind of bust the game wide open and just have fun with it and be and be silly and be freaky. Um, But Halo 3, it's like clearly they know and clearly they kept the freaks in mind, which I think is what makes Halo 3 live on to me, um, I would say noticeably better yeah. than halo 2 yeah i would i would give it i quite, mean i can quite still a, have quite a higher we still ranking. recently are having halo 3 like lands where yeah. we're having like raucous fun just crazy laughter because it's yeah it is still fun today by today's standards like it's that, yeah. it just will never get old to me 
Yeah, man. So what a weird game because uh, we did not like the single player. I don't know if you can At tell, all. but we, that we did not <laughs> did not like that. The multiplayer though is kind of an all timer for us. Yeah, um, which might be surprising to some people. I know there's a lot of we we both feel I think that because we checked out after Halo Three. I know a lot of people liked Reach. Yeah, I I only played I Reach even still, vaguely. I, I played a a okay amount of reach but it was most it was without the whole gang you know I, the gang right. wasn't together playing with so it's like to me reach is always this thing of i see the potential of why it's probably the best halo game ever but i don't mm -hmm. have the personal experience to like verify that so yeah i, I really well, we'll we'll get to it someday um, we are gonna I think pause we're definitely, our halo yeah, for we're not doing more halo no. we will we, we intend to play halo infinite but at this point honestly I'll, I'll peek behind the curtain we were doing these so that we could then do halo infinite on like a really quick turnaround but honestly for for both of us like the co-op and the forge are such critical aspects of what makes halo good yeah and yep. both of those aspects have been delayed in the release so the the game yep. is going to ship with a single player only campaign and basically just like the matchmaking style multiplayer to me i can't feel like i'm not i'm going to be able to fairly evaluate i'm not going to like halo infinite <laughs> when it first comes out i might right. like it when i can do co-op and forge all the fun stuff isn't coming until next year so we are right. going to be delaying when we decide to talk about halo infinite until we can um properly enjoy it i think yeah yeah so halo heads uh this is all you get for a little while yeah. um but i think it's time for us to enter the ranking zone yeah. and rank this puppy and yes. get out of here and be done with by master chief yes keep your helmet on you need like the dude the part where there where she calls him john or you first hear him <laughs> called john and and it's like framed like that's supposed to be some sort of reveal it's like his name is john right. like how excited are you expecting me to be at the idea of him being referred to as John. Awful. Like, who cares? Yeah, man. And um, I, I've heard the same thing. I guess by this point, they have revealed his face in one of the later games. Like, it, they tease it a couple times, like he's about to take his helmet off and you're not going to see it. There's no way I'm going to care what his face, unless you've decided, like, oh, he's George Bush Sr. Gotcha. It's a weird <laughs> alternate history. Like, that is weird. There's no way I'm going to care what his stupid face looks like. There, it, it's I, he should be Steve Buscemi. <laughs> okay. That's, that, then I would be excited. Right. Give me Steve Buscemi and, <laughs> and I'm down. Voice, I'm John and my <laughs> yeah. eyes are very weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's rank um, it. All right. What are we doing here? About it. Let's throw yeah. a, let's throw a dart at the wall. And where, where do you feel like we should start this conversation? Um, so let's compare it to the other Halos. Sure. Uh, do we think it's better than, than well, Halo 1? Here, okay, here's what sucks about our list. Let's go over it, and, and, and I'll, oh, I'll yeah, burn yeah. through it. Here's the problem with what Hunter just did. Let's let's put it somewhere with the other Halos. Well, number one is Super Mario Bros. Uh, 3, and number two is Halo mm -hmm. Combat Evolved. So Halo 1 is our second best game of all time on this right, list. Right, right. Then you right. go Quake, Hyperlight Drifter, Crusader Kings, Mass Effect 3, Mass Effect 2, Outrun, Metroid Dread, Donkey Kong Country 3, Mass Effect 1. And then here, second from the bottom is Halo, Halo 2. 2. And then the yeah. War of the Monsters. So if we're going to say that this is probably, this is definitely better than Halo 2 and worse than Halo 1, well, that's still quite a wide net we've cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I wanted to do my joke there, but you just stepped all I'm over sorry. it. I didn't you, know. You, 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 you sniffed out my joke and you just like was just aired it out for all to see. Um, so uh, thank you in that. Anyways, um, we do need to pick a place to start. Will this you conversation. Uh, let's start with this? Because actually, I, I actually have a little a tiny the teensiest little bit of conflict with this in my own brain. Do you, Hunter, genuinely feel Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 1, is the best entry in the original three Halo games. 
Yes. Yeah, for sure. With a bullet. Yeah. With a bullet. It's because it's got both. Uh, the The Halo games are divided into two aspects, single player, multiplayer. Yeah. I like the single both. player and multiplayer of uh halo quite a bit um so yeah so uh so uh, let's let's go this way then is it closer in your mind to halo one or is it closer in your mind to halo two and i think i already know your answer but uh no i don't have an answer i think it might be right in the middle right in the middle okay i i assume that you were gonna put it really close to halo two but the the multiplayer genuinely elevates it quite a bit for you i think is what you're saying yeah the multiplayer is quite good single player is quite bad but but the other thing too is like yes we talked a lot about the single player and how much we don't like it um but by this point nobody even cares right like when, back in the day when this came out, nobody was like excited about the Halo single player. They're right. all playing it for the multiplayer, which I think is a shame. It's a shame that they kind of shifted focus like that yeah. so much because I think there's, you know, I like a good yeah. first person shooter single player or co-op experience. Right. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, so what, I don't know. I kind of feel in the middle there. What sucks um, about this exercise is I do not think I've probably said this before. I'm probably uh, contradicting myself, but I do not think I have had more fun in any video game experience than the fun I have had in Halo 3 multiplayer. Yeah, dude. Playing okay, zombies okay. on Halo 3 brings me more joy than possibly any other video game has ever brought me. Okay, let's go in the middle then. Yes. So Halo 3 compared to Mass Effect 3 and Mass Effect 2, right. is it above or below that experience? The, the single player is <sighs> truly stupid, but for me, and especially in just kind of the nostalgic sense, it would be above. But I just don't, uh, I don't know how hard to hit Halo 3 because yeah, of how yeah, stupid yeah. the single player. The biggest thing is the fact that of what you just said of like, you know what? We don't even care. Like the lasting legacy of Halo 3 has nothing to do with the single player. So right. why am I going to make that be like a big, like that should only contribute to 10% of Halo 3's score. And the other 90% of the score is what it cares about, which is the multiplayer. Okay. Okay. Um, I could go... I could go above Mass Effect 3, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I don't know if I could go any further. Yeah. That's I'll probably ask you this. Fair. Would would you let let's say it went above Crusader Kings 3? Because what I like is I like how Crusader Kings 3 and Hyperlight Drifter are right next to each other. Yeah. Because they're both games that well, I mean I've played Hyperlight Drifter, but they're they're both the games where the other person yeah. doesn't feel the same way. Right. So would you put Hi- Halo 3 above Hyperlight Drifter? Absolutely not. Okay. So I think we already found the spot, which is so. above Mass Effect 3. Yeah, I think it's our Crusader new number King's six. Yeah. yeah. That which feels is great really... because now we've got Crusader Kings 3, Halo 3, <laughs> Mass Effect 3. We've I got our three kings. The three, the, our, our three kings hang out if here. only right Donkey at... Kong Country 3 had gotten up I know. there. Damn. Oh. That was, we missed out. We'll have to fix that someday. We've got the, the, the freedom there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I feel good ring, about this, I actually. I, I like Halo 3 skirting closer to Halo 1 than it does Halo 2. I think that feels right um, for how much nostalgia I have for Halo 3. Um, yeah. some someday 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 we'll talk about uh, like Halo Infinite and Halo Reach and I wonder where those will fall um, I have surprisingly high hopes for Halo Infinite once it's all said and done I think the right. launch once is going to be something out. I don't care about and then right. next summer when everything is released if it's even that soon might be delayed way way longer because that's how video games yeah, work these suck. days might be yeah. next Christmas uh, that Ugh. I'm like cool this game is fun uh, now um, right. I do think Halo Infinite is going to struggle, um, mostly just from the regard that I'm a I'm going to be a 32 year old 
old man and i don't i can't yeah. i'm not gonna have little fun land parties anymore that i'm only gonna own this game on pc and i can't do screen like i can't do uh split screen stuff on it like it's going to be right. a game that like me you and some people play on discord but it won't, i don't know i don't know if we're gonna get the living room experience from it uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure out how to make it how to make it work i just want to say what i like about this placement of Halo 3 as the number six best game of all time out of 14 uh -huh. um, is that Halo 3 is, I think, the highest like game that has like a, a very significant chunk that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's as good it's, as a game can possibly be while having some stuff that I find unforgivable. <laughs> right. And the fact that it's right there with the mass effects, it's yeah. right above the mass effects, which are also games that are what have good parts, but then have huge problems, yeah. too. Uh, is I think perfect. I so, think people are going to be like very it. upset with us saying Halo Three is better than both Mass Effect Two and Three. Um, and I I, just just to push the idea on it more, the multiplayer is is that good. That's all it comes down to. Your the story of yeah. Mass Effect is obviously better in every single way, no matter how you do it. But Halo Three multiplayer is like almost perfect. Is maybe perfect. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's the, I don't know. It's the, they're, they're all right next to each other. Right. It's like, I don't know how different they are from each other. We'll see as the list evolves, yep. like if there's a gulf or if those three kind of sit pretty together. Yeah. I really like Crusader Kings 3, Halo 3, and Mass Effect 3. Although I do feel like we might get some action between Halo 3 definitely. and Crusader Kings 3, yeah, actually. Definitely. Yeah. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably a gulf right yeah, there. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, this is Old Gamers Almanac. You can find us on Twitter at Old Gamers Pod. You can email us oldgamersalmanac at gmail.com. Uh, let us know where you'd put Halo 3 on our list uh, as as it currently were. Uh, would, you, yeah. would you go higher or lower than Mass Effect? I want to yeah, know. Yeah, disagree wanna... with us. Yell at yeah. us. Come on. We'd like to make some no sort of weird toxic press. Reddit thread about how we've betrayed all of your identity yeah, in our placement of Halo on. 3 on the list. Tell me about come on. it. We, we dare you to do it. Come on. <laughs> we. Uh, we don't care. We're just, I mean, and, but this is definitive though for every, everyone has to embrace this list as, as a hundred percent, uh, the gospel. Um, you know, that's true. You yeah. know, you, you know, know, that's true. Um, <laughs> Matt, I wanted to pitch my take oh, for yeah. uh, Halo. I want to do it really fast. We skipped that. This, so when we it's, finish up big franchises, it's yeah. one of our, one of our turns to pitch me this. So Hunter, do that. I'm going to pitch you this. Pitch me this. Okay, so Halo, except it's Bruce Willis under the mask. And, and when I say Bruce Willis, I don't mean old Bruce Willis. I mean Die Hard, the first Die Hard, uh -huh. Bruce Willis. And, and it's just, so, at, so we, we erase uh, Halo 2 and Halo 3. After Halo 1, we strand uh, Master Chief. Sort of like how he's stranded at the end of Halo 3. Actually, I guess we could just pick up there. So we're stranded at the end of Halo 3, he's right? He's stranded at the end of Halo 1. He gets on the ship and he just kind of flies oh, yeah. off into space. We, that, right, anything could right. happen there. Yeah. So they keep stranding him, I guess. And what <laughs> I want is for the Halo games to just be old grumpy ass Bruce Willis wearing a helmet just showing up into weird situations and he just wants to go home yeah. and he is sick of this and like so you get he gets explained like all this alien lore and stuff and the whole time he's just like oh my god i just want pizza <laughs> jesus and that's it and then you just do that forever he yeah. never gets home you know what i mean right halo 8 he crash lands on another planet and this time you know they're giant bird they're bird creatures yeah. with with uh with monkey butts with chimpanzee <laughs> butts 
okay? Birds with monkey butts. <laughs> and and he's like, oh my god, these freaking monkey butts. I'm I hate them all. They're so annoying. Yeah. It's time and he's to just spank it with my he, grenades. He's just getting through it, you know, and he hates it, you know? That's that's what I want. I love give me it. give me Bruce yeah. Willis in space with a helmet, please. Yeah. And do it gets it to now. be as wacky as it ever wants to be. It gets yeah, to do. And there's no there's justification for like why you're gonna ramp a mongoose off a helicopter into a tree monster or Just something. Throw him into silly situations, yeah. and his only motivation is he wants to go home. That's all. He doesn't want to hear this shit right now. He just <laughs> wants to get home. Please let him go home. Yeah. I would love it. I'm into it. When, are, it. when are these stupid game companies going to stop making games, let us catch up, and then let us write all video games? That's what yeah. needs to happen. That is the arc of Dude. this show, is we become the video game writers for every single video game franchise. Imagine how easy it would be to write Halo games if that was the premise. <laughs> the hook, yeah. If it was just like, the hook is just, then Helmet Bruce Willis shows up, and he's really grumpy, uh-huh. and there is a plot, but he doesn't care, and we just get through it, and he just wants to go home. That's it. Motivation to go home. That's pretty good. I, I like it. it. It's personal. It's pulpy. Yep. You know, everybody loves pulp. Yeah, I love pulp. Big pulper over here. And then, you know what? Uh, you know how Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Give me Christmas Halo. <laughs> Might as well. May as well. Yeah, I, well. I, I think I think Halo gets to lay claim to some other holiday. Give me Arbor Day Halo, you know. Arbor Day Halo, Easter Halo Easter sounds Halo fun. The cra- yeah, he's, <laughs> Master he's Chief has risen basket. and he's here Dude, to he, punch some chimpanzees he, butt. He's got his basket, but this it's like all grenades in there instead of <laughs> eggs. That's the marketing right there. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamers Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey. (laughs) 